Hello and welcome to another Fatherhood Podcast, proudly brought to you by the-father-hood.com and Parents at Work. And with me behind the microphones are the three co-founders of the Fatherhood. I'm Jeremy and we've got Luke and Andrew here today talking about the life of stay-at-home dads. How are you coping at home, guys? How's things in lockdown? Oh, look, it's the end of lockdown, which is the best thing ever. But look, I have been keenly anticipating this episode and this speaker because having had a little taste of stay-at-home life, look, granted, this was very different to uh, Rory's experience because we were all at home all the time. But certainly, I got a, a, a great deal of respect and interest in how to make this work because I have to say, lockdown most of the time just felt like uh, a rolling mall of chaos. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Because there used to be that there used to be a really mean joke, which was, you know, what do you call a stay-at-home dad? And the answer to that was unemployed. But and, it, and it's a but and it, it is a mean it's a mean joke. And I think it's now, not a modern joke. I'll tell you that. And yeah, it's a very it's a very old joke. And but I think after having had a taste of, uh, you know, what being a stay-at-home dad, just a tiny taste of it during lockdown, we can all appreciate how hard it, it is. And one thing's for sure, it's a growing phenomenon too. Um, in the 1970 US census, just six men in the whole of America identified as a stay-at-home dad. But by 2014, two million dads defined themselves as stay-at-home dads. So, Jeremy, you spoke to uh, Rory Brown, a guy who did three years of uh, stay-at-home dadding. So, yeah. And he's, really- look, I, I get the sense that this guy kind of handled that three years and then shaped that three years like a boss. Like I've, I've done a little bit of research going into the chat today and he's he's applied a really interesting approach to, to making this work. I'm, I'm so curious, Jess. Yeah, it's a really interesting perspective to hear because as you say, Luke, the stay-at-home dad is on the rise, but those numbers, there's still a lot of growth potential, a lot of upside in that. Like it's a, it's a movement and Rory's a pioneer of that movement. He saw the opportunity and has taken it. Um, so very interesting to hear his perspective. He's now back in full-time work, but for three years was at home uh, the looking after his family and the house. And um, here's what Rory had to say about that experience. Rory, thanks for joining me here on the podcast today. Great to talk to you. Now, you're a man that has put his money where his mouth is and, and lived the life of being a stay-at-home dad. So I'm really keen to learn more about what that experience was like, to, was like for you. So can you tell us how it came about and how long you were um, at home looking after the kids in that role? Yeah, Jeremy, for sure. Um Look, uh, it happened just a bit over three years ago. Uh, my uh, wife and I have come to, I guess, a bit of a career crossroads uh, whereby she had a very exciting opportunity, but it was going to be pretty hard work. And uh, the organization that I was working for had, uh, uh, as it turned, uh, had been sold to another organization. So I had the opportunity to take some time out or at least you know, think about what would be good uh, for me and for us as a family. When we got together talking about what do we think is, you know, would would work for us, we kind of quickly came to the conclusion that actually if, if my wife is going to pursue her job opportunity to the fullest, then there really needed to be someone who would take a bit more of a backseat from the career uh, perspective 
because our family, which at the time was uh, with two kids, uh, uh, a son and a daughter, uh, they would really need uh, as much support as possible uh, as they were uh, starting off school and one hadn't transitioned into school yet. So made the quite bold decision, I think, at the time to not look for for another job and become a stay-at-home parent, which I appreciate if there's any woman uh, listening in, they're probably going, yep, that's fairly normal. But uh, from my <laughs> perspective, it seemed like quite a quite a giant leap. Um, and I guess, guess a bit of a leap of faith uh, uh, from my wife to trust me with this, I think, as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're more than trustworthy. Um, so the headline, what would you recommend it? What was it like? Look, um, I fully recommend it. Um, it was fun, fantastic. Um, the uh, here's the thing: if you've got children, uh, they grow up so quickly. I think you, you talk to any parents, and they'll, they'll, they'll probably all, they'll, they'll say that same sentiment. The bottom line is the opportunity to get spend quite in depth time with them uh, is incredibly rewarding. But that's just really one side of it. I think there was another surprising upside that. I actually hadn't anticipated, which was the knowledge and, and the success I felt when I got to see my wife be really successful in her role. There was a real sense of sort of uh, a shared success. You know, for sure, I wasn't out there uh, doing the work and, you know, traveling and hitting the meetings and all those good things about sort of good things, bad things, maybe about corporate life. Uh, but I was enabling that. And... Yeah, I, I got a real sort of sense of uh, satisfaction uh, uh, from that. You know, so of course, time with kids, fantastic. But you know, there there's something beyond that. I don't think people people fully appreciate. Yeah, it sounds like there's this shared joy in the it brings you together. It sounds like in that in that experience, the you're sharing each other's success and and sharing the the, the challenges as well, which definitely yeah. come up. Here's the thing that was sort of quite challenging for me when I reflect back. If I'd sort of thought about it the other way around, um, I, you know, I probably would have been uh, a little bit circumspect and you know, kind of saying, uh, if my wife said to me, oh, you know, uh, I'm going to take time off and, and you go and sort of drive your career, I would have been like, does that really need to ha happen? And you know, part of the reason was I didn't fully appreciate all the things that she had been doing in the early part of our marriage in terms of managing the household and mm. uh, um, getting things organized, running logistics and stuff. And it, it, on, on the face of it, these are things that are sort of easy to do, but there's just so much of it. Um, and life is very busy. And I think, you know, unless you actually get your hands dirty with that stuff, you don't sort of fully appreciate the toll that it can take and the challenge and the energy and the emotional uh, energy that it, that it can take, you know, so mm. uh, I think when I went into this process of saying, uh, you know, look, I'll stay at home, I was really just thinking about about that bit, getting time with kids. I, I, I wasn't thinking about, you know, sort of that, that, that kind of shared, shared bit. Yeah. So you mentioned there, it opened your eyes to the, like, I guess the domestic load that, yes. <laughs> um, that people are carrying because um, you're living it so can you can you just explain that what's that stress like of kind of managing the house and how does it compare because you've also lived the corporate stress how does it compare to the kind of day-to-day -day world in in businesses yeah look you know there 
th there's different types of stress. With with corporate stress, you know, there's, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, I want to always get get this report right or I've got this presentation to do and I haven't had enough time to uh, uh, work through it or, you know, I've, I've got a particularly hard task, whatever it is. And that, I think that's sort of a, that type of work stress it is different to, I think, the logistical challenges um, and some of the uh, uh, repetition that there is um, in terms of uh, managing the household. And mm -hmm. when I say repetition, I'm not saying it in a negative way. I mean, actually, I find it quite helpful to uh, view my week as, as a job. So, you know, I look to organize each day in terms of sort of specific tasks that I needed to do. Um, that helped me ensure that I got through everything uh, that that needs to happen. Um, mm -hmm. But it also gave a bit of structure to the week, which I think w was was also helpful. So it look, you know, stress wise, look, you got to you got to plan ahead, like anything, uh, to be successful. You got to get a bit more relaxed. That you know, with kids especially, things just are never going to go to plan, hundred uh, yeah. uh, percent. So you you got to be ready to go with flow a little bit. And also, yeah, you you know, if if you're being that stay-at-home parent, I mean, I, I think you know part of part of your role is sort of supporting your other partner. Then you know, be really relaxed if they have to, you know, sort of uh, be quite flexible in, in the terms in the in the work that they may may be doing. I mean, and you have that benefit as well. You know, I, I have the benefit of time to to kind of do this during the week. So yeah, I, I um, it, there's. There's bits of stress, but there's there's stuff that will will help manage through it. Right, and so as part when you're in that kind of when you're when you're at home, stay at home dad, managing the schedule in amongst the stress, and kind of imagining the the life you were living. Did you ever have? Because I imagine I would have. This is why I'm asking this question. Any freak yeah. out moments of what am I doing? Like here I am at a whatever it might have been, a music group on a Tuesday afternoon, everyone else is forward, you know, progressing their careers. Did you ever feel that kind of pressure among, in, you, in yourself and, and how did you cope with it? Yeah, look, um, it's a great, great question. And the, the answer is yes. I, I think about 18 months in, I realized that there was an opportunity for me to do uh, a little bit of consulting uh, work and even just thinking about that suddenly got quite scary. Um, mm -hmm. So sort of like, oh, I've, you know, I've, I've been out of the workforce for this long time. You know, do I still have the skills? You know, will I be able to you know, uh, uh, sit around the, a meeting and kind of hold appropriate conversation? Do mm -hmm. I even have the clothes? Do they, you know, yeah. are, are the, have the suits got sort of uh, mothballed? Um, and yeah, you know what? You 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 definitely begin to doubt yourself, and that's yeah. something that I probably uh, I'd want people who are thinking about this just to be aware um, of. It, and it can happen that those sort of doubts can happen quite quickly, but it's quite natural. And the thing, the other thing is, you can actually move through it also uh, uh, quite quickly. Uh, for me, the way that I did that was, I, uh, you know, one evening I actually just got done, and I. I re-looked at my CV and I actually mm -hmm. reminded myself of the things that I had done from a corporate perspective, uh, just to kind of, it's almost to give myself a bit of a confidence injection. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, was able to say, okay, yeah, you know what? Uh, of course I've done these things. You don't 
forget this stuff just because you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, look, it's it 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 is a risk. Um, it's good to be aware, uh, but you know, like it's not gonna, it's not a it's not a real impact if that makes sense. So you've now lived through that. I imagine the kind of self doubt that you're talking about. That oh mm-hmm. wow, well, <laughs> do I know the? Do I, have I lost the corporate jargon? Have I got the suits? Um, is everyone else out there progressing their career? And now, now you've so you've lived that, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, got you back in the workforce. So how did you feel, how long did it take for you that you've now lived going back in and the sort of re-assimilation back into corporate life? How long did it take you to adjust or was it a smooth landing? How, how's that felt, getting back into work? Yeah, look, it, it, uh, it took about four months of kind of properly you know, searching uh, for the right opportunity. And I don't think that amount of time is is sort of any particularly different if you're if you're looking to to change change roles. And there was kind of nothing new had changed. Uh, I mean, nothing had changed in, in terms of what you had to do. You reach out to your connections and uh, start networking. Go and have conversations with people. Um, make them aware that you know you're starting to 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 look for work and 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 a different opportunity that you're you're ready to move away from what you're doing in my case as a stay-at-home parent and you know i find that uh people uh were genuine generally quite interested in why i had done what i what i did uh, what i had learned um i felt i could bring experiences and insights i mean if you think about anything from management and leadership your ability to be able to sort of uh, uh, empathize and understand uh, a team in different situations. I mean, so this the stuff that you can absolutely bring in, and and there was experiences I had that were new that I could bring in uh, when I was having conversations with it, with prospective employers. Um, and I was also uh, quite upfront about it. I I didn't, you know, I talked to a number of people, and they sort of uh, try to get some advice. You know, do you try and sort of gloss over the fact that you've had time out of the workforce. And I actually came to the conclusion that, you know, that would really be a wrong thing to do. Uh, for me, it was, it was a, something that was good and, and, and I was, I was proud of it. So mm. uh, it, it was kind of part and parcel of me. So look, you know, the, the, the way to, the, the way for me that I found work was kind of no different to how I've done it previously. Um, okay. And uh, I've been, on board and on a new role now for three weeks, and uh, yeah, the uh, as I found, it's no different starting a new role. If I'd, I'd gone from something else straight away rather than having a number of years as a stay-at-home parent. Yeah, so I'm interested um, to pick up on those things you're talking about in terms of not just in the in the case of going to you know to get get another job, but any reactions? Was there any stigma attached? Or any reactions? Particularly, I'm interested in any negative reactions um, from people for, for you or your partner going through this process? Did you have to deal with any of that, or was it all positive and all glowing? Uh, look, I, <laughs> you, you know, in the end, you don't know what people say behind your back. But <laughs> um, to, to my face, it, it was uh, generally an overall positive. Um, I definitely had different responses from different uh, people. I, I mean, a, a lot of my male friends who were... Uh, who, who were in sort of reasonably uh, stressful w- work situations were jealous, uh, openly jealous. 
Um, and they were like, oh, I wish I could, you know, do what you're doing. And I sort of felt that they were saying that um, more is wishful thinking. They, you know, they, they hadn't really examined how they could do it and they probably weren't going to. And it's sort of one of those things that, you know, you got to have you got to have a conversation, right, um, mm. with, with your family. So that that was one. There were um, I got a lot of very sort of oh you know positive and and well done you type comments from people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they were they, they weren't sort of meant to be condescending. They were kind of genuinely oh you know that's that, that that's good of you to do that. And I think that kind of reflects some of our societal norms at the moment that this isn't necessarily the the, uh, the well, it definitely is sort of outside the kind of standard uh, model uh, that you find. So uh, I understand that, but it would it would be great. It would be great, you know, if we could kind of see a um, a future whereby it's just like, yeah, hey, you know, yeah. your family's made that decision, and if that's what's working for you as a family, great, you you, you go for it. So if there's anyone out there listening, any. Uh, dads or partners, um, it sounds like you'd be encouraging them to consider going down the path you have. It's definitely something I would strongly encourage, even if it's not uh, on a full-time basis, uh, which I had the sort of the privilege to do, even if it's an afternoon, maybe maybe one day. Just, just something to start uh, uh, shifting if people go down that route. They're, they're going to be really they're going to be really surprised um, uh, with that, and they're going to get a lot out of it. Thanks, Ip. Rory, thanks so much for sharing your experience. It's really inspiring and exciting, and uh, for anyone listening, I think um, it's uh, there's sort of there's so many reasons to do what you're talking about if the opportunity is there for families to have that um, flexibility and sharing the load in work and at home. Um, yeah, it's really inspiring. So thank, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks very much. Okay, well, so the one thing that really stands out for me from that com- listening to, to Rory is that if that was a stay-at-home mum, we wouldn't even be talking about this. You know, it wouldn't even be a thing. But just the fact that it's even a, a, a subject of discussion shows just how transgressive the idea of being a stay-at-home dad really is. That's true, Luke. And also, let's let's go there. How do we react to that idea that, we three could be stay-at-home dads ourselves. I don't know where you're at. We haven't prepped this at all, but ha- what's going through your minds as you listen to Rory talk about the way that he mastered, overcame, structured out all the great things he did? What are your reactions? Because I'm, I'm certainly feeling some intense feelings. <laughs> yeah, the overriding reaction for me is jealousy. Seriously, like you kind of think he's taken this opportunity, which is genuinely a once in a lifetime opportunity. And it sounds like a cliche, but the kids grow up so fast is what you hear all the time. And it is true. They do. And he's experienced it. He's been brave enough to to step out of the pressures that we all feel, internal and external bias. And I reckon he's reaped the rewards and um, hats off to him. I'm inspired by that and feel jealousy that he's uh, taken up that opportunity. Yeah, I suppose I I was speaking to a mate of mine who's a stay, recently became a stay at home dad, and it was interesting speaking to him. He said that when he when he when he left work to become a full time dad, all his mates were like, "Oh, you know, happy days. You know, that's going to be just uh, beer and Netflix." And he said that is the 
It's just the furthest thing from the truth ever. He said, like, in a day, you might get 30 minutes to yourself. And during that time, you'll have done six loads of washing and, and, and got peed on twice. Um, and he, he just sort of said it is so much harder than ever he'd ever imagined. And so, I don't know, I think that sort of shapes my thinking in that, like, I'm, I, t- I applaud Rory for what he, he's doing. And, uh, but I'm under no illusions as to just, just how hard that sort of day-to-day life of, of stay-at-home dadding really is. Yeah, but I agree with you. But he talks about how how hard it is. He talks about you know the internal kind of monologues that were going off where he felt like he was potentially falling behind professionally, and he talks really openly about how tricky it, you know it wasn't easy getting back into the workforce and how do I present the fact that I've not been in the workforce for a few years and all that all those sort of challenges. But he had the guts to kind of step above that um, and say, so, yeah, it's not easy. I, I don't think I'm saying that. It would be easy. I think it'd be really, really hard. But um, that's where the that's where the gold in life lies when you tackle those challenges. And um, yeah, that's why I feel the way I do. I think he's been brave enough um, to do what he wants to do. And for me, like nothing defines me more than being a dad. So if I'm going to live by that, put that first. So that's 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 my reflection. I really responded well to the way that Rory talked about the domestic pressure as a different kind of stress. I thought that that was that's a really game changing paradigm to shift stay at home parenting into, which is that you know it isn't beer and Netflix, it isn't some sort of lower level type of anxiety day to day. That it's he he said that it was very comparable to the amount of stress he felt in the workplace, but it's just a different kind of stress, and that came through the repetition of tasks, you know, the mundanity of of maintaining a household. And I just think, I don't know, if, if I'm honest, my reaction to Rory is talk about modern masculinity. I see this guy as like a towering sort of titan. He's just, mm. you know, he's in it, his dad game is just ripped. He's shredded because <laughs> he didn't, he went into this kind of morass or this this chaos of, of or not chaos, but he just went into the challenge of, of really nailing down household routines, children um, upbringing and, and all their daily patterns. He went into it like a he went in like he goes into his professional life, which was to structure the week and give each day a different flavor, um, treat it like a job. I thought all of that was so refreshing, and honestly, I just because I think about this, you guys have both responded. I think you know, I'm, I'm somewhere in in the middle in that the challenge excites me. The thought of mastering this or, or or feeling in control of this or feeling that you were able to enjoy this is so. It's such a nice goal, but honestly, it's like looking at the summit of Mount Everest and saying, I've got a lot of training to do before I could get there, you know, having been through lockdown for the last year, that it's, it's a, this is definitely not something that I would just kind of, I, how do you say, um, optimistically just say, oh, I'm going to be a stay at home dad now and, and not expect it to push me to the limit because I think it, it definitely could. So why do you guys think, I mean, the, the, the phrase stay-at-home mum doesn't even exist. It's not spoken of. We know that there's in, increasing paid parental leave um, schemes in, in workplaces for mums and dads. Why do you think guys aren't taking it? You know, we've kind of got split perspectives here in terms of the, the challenges, but why not? What's, what's stopping it out there? I think it's just, we're just, we've had just years and years of men being sort of primarily sort of defined by <laughs> our, our careers haven't we and i don't think that's i think increasingly people are acknowledging we've been getting away with it 
Yeah, that's true as well. Um, but I think I think people are, are finally beginning to men are finally beginning to realise that you know do you want to be do you want to be defined just by your by your job or do you want to sort of find a a more sort of holistic and balanced sense of yourself? I think a great example of this in society, so true, Luke, but was when I think there were two members of parliament that um, were striving for top positions and one of them was a woman, one was a man and there was also the, the prime minister was in the mix and a woman took a very top job uh, in parliament and all the questions were how can you possibly take this job and have two young children? Meanwhile, her children are the same age as the prime minister and not once has anyone ever said to Scott Morrison, hey, how are you managing to be an active, engaged, hands-on dad and be prime minister. So I think the double standards are alive and well in Australia in terms of that perception being so overwhelmingly weighted towards, um, you know, the woman needs to be the primary carer and the, the, the man has somehow a different set of standards around their professional life. So, guys, if you were picking out one theme that really struck you today or, or a takeaway from that, that great interview, what would it be? For me, I guess, it's, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but it's that whole thing that, you know, your, your kids grow up so fast. I mean, I've got a three-year-old and a two-year-old and people always say they grow up so fast. Jesus, you know, it hasn't felt fast at all. I can feel like every, every, <laughs> every day, every month at the moment, it just, it kind of, it's quite, quite feels quite painstaking. And I feel, I'm, but it's worth reminding that, getting that reminder that in a few years time, you know, suddenly there'll be, you know, whatever, eight and nine and, and, and I'll be sort of clinging onto those memories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And for me, it was just a, an internal conflict that was going on. It's like a battleground of half of me going, what an amazing opportunity, but the other half sort of wrestling these internal biases that I think pin us to the canvas a little bit and stop a lot of blokes out there uh, taking up this opportunity. So it was a wrestling match going on uh, in, in my heart and mind. <laughs> for me, i got to tell you guys, mine was a lot more mundane. Mine was just Taco Tuesday because... I think one of his one of his takeaways in terms of child wrangling and how to make stay at home parenting work is is to structure the week for for your kids and give them things that they know are coming. And I've been trying that in the last couple of weeks by setting a menu each week of what what's coming for dinner every night, and it works. So I'm just stealing one of his uh, absolute, you know, that's one of his platinum tips. I'm going to take it. Taco <laughs> Keep going with Taco Tuesday. And Tuesday. that's making me hungry. So let's wrap this podcast. Uh, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Andrew and Luke. Great to chat as always. And anyone out there who'd like to follow us, please go to the-father-hood.com. Chuck your email address in there and you'll get a weekly newsletter from us. Uh, And thanks very much to Parents at Work for making this podcast happen. Thank you for listening to another great podcast proudly brought to you by Parents at Work. We hope you feel inspired and you've got some fresh practical ideas to help you with your work-life balance. If you like what you've heard, please share it with others and subscribe to the Parents at Work podcast page. And remember, if you need extra support or would like to send us your feedback, please email info at parentsatwork.com.au.